Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, hello. New tr hey. The new truth. Episode 20, The Gift of Jealousy and Comparison. Kate, I love you. <laughs> I really, really love you. And I just want to really, we, we are sending so much love to all of you. It's been some seriously interesting times in the world. I mean, each week that we've been recording, we're so moved by the transformation, the awakening, the stirring of all of our souls right now. And we have loved going live in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. If you are not over there, join us live. I have goosebumps every Thursday when we're live in there, deepening the episodes and just connecting with community. And if you do not have a business bestie or like a life bestie, you need to get one ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I I don't know who I'd be without you. I, I feel so lit up and inspired, and I love that we've got about 20,000 episodes in our heads that <laughs> things we need to talk about and will talk about. So just really feeling grateful. I'm coming into today with so much gratitude. Uh, for you. I, I um, You love me, but are you jealous of me? <laughs> We'll dig into that soon. We'll dig into that. <laughs> you know, thanks to the work I've done, I haven't felt that with you. It's only been inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> it's only been inspiration. But my God, 10 years ago, boy, no way would I have been able to be friends with someone as bright and shiny and beautiful as Aww. you. I would have felt so inadequate and insecure. And Me too. Me too. Whoa. Are, and you see what, the, okay, this is a good place to start. That's what jealousy does. It's like you take our magnetism and I just, as soon as you said that, I just pictured us both 10 years ago mm -hmm. and where you, you've got two magnets together, but they're and the kind that repel, like when it's the mm -hmm. same, they're the same, yeah. they repel each other. And when we're ourselves, unique so sovereign souls, we magnetize. And so mm. back then, 10 years ago, we would have repelled this opportunity, right? This baby wouldn't have been born because both of us and our saboteurs um, would have got in the way. Yeah, totally. Wild. Totally. To think about. And it's, and it's crazy to think that that's what's happening all the time. Like we still have a long way to go. And I just want to make clear for all of you that are listening invite your friends to this movement that that's how we change the world it's yes. not you sitting at home listening to this podcast it's you sharing the episodes inviting your friends into the new truth movement facebook group changing the collective consciousness of the world starts with changing the consciousness of you and your girlfriends right your inner circle that together you rise and it's this place of you know we got a lot of we got a lot of work to do <laughs> Together we rise. The inter I listened to that Glennon Doyle, Brene Brown interview this morning, and she's mm. she has a apparently she has a movement called Together Rising. Rising. Together. And I always end my um my rants about women at, with Together We Rise, and I mentioned this yesterday on the Facebook Live that I really I really am like had this clear download that as women, you know, when women are out there dating and having relationships and you're in the old paradigm, you're feeding the old paradigm, you're feeding the patriarchy, you're feeding 
mm-hmm. the world staying the same and women being devalued for who we really are. And, and so coming together in community, I'm so glad that you said that. Like, it is absolutely essential to surround yourself with women who are on the same path. And if you're waking up and your friends aren't, that's going to be a challenge on your growth path. And so spread the word, like the more women awaken to this truth, which is living life by your own rules and your own truth and your own soul, um, we will heal love on the planet like men are going to evolve right now toxic masculinity is still so existent in our culture because women allow it you know and yeah men are doing it too like we're both responsible but hey we can really move the needle if we collectively hold each other high and remind each other of who we really are and choose to not operate in that place anymore or not tolerate toxic relationships and not, you know, wait by the phone for the guy's approval and not like by us breaking the, the chains that bind us, we're healing the planet and we're shifting out of the patriarchy. And yeah, I think the planet needs it. So yeah. So subscribe to the New Truth Podcast, write a review. It helps other women find us easily yes. on iTunes. And if you're not already in the New Truth Movement Facebook page, Facebook group, <laughs> join us. <laughs> join us. And, and page. We, we have a page too. And we do have a page. Oh, we do have a page. Yeah. <laughs> I created it. (laughs) We do. That's right. We do have a Facebook page. Man, oh man. Well, as we dive into this very big topic of jealousy and comparison, and it is very deliberate, the gift of jealousy and comparison, we're going to flip flip the script as we do on everything about uh, these two complexes. I first want to just acknowledge no woman is immune to this. Like, so let's just start with welcome to the club of being a woman in the world and welcome to the club of, of no longer acting like this is the norm to be constantly comparing ourselves to other people and jealous of other people. So it's that twofold of this, every woman has done this, right? Has has lived this way. We've been bred to be jealous of other people and compare ourselves and join us in the gift of this and seeing how it no longer has to be the story. Like I mean it that I have not felt jealous of you or compared myself to you. And I talked, I think I talked about this in our welcome episode that being with you heightened the way I feel about myself. Yeah. And like was a celebration of how different we are and the way our energies mix together. And I loved who you are. Like, I love who you are without thinking I needed to be like you. You know, I think, right. I think the reason why is, I mean, not I think. <laughs> I know <laughs> the reason why we've done our inner, inner work and we're on the mm-hmm. path of committed to our own souls. And like when you are awake to your own soul, like I, I mean, I've shared on other episodes and I have a hell of a lot of stories to share. So this episode might need to be more than one episode, but there, I I mean, I was riddled with jealousy and comparison for most of my life, riddled, like riddled. And I loathed myself and I loved everyone else. And now that I am no longer um, committed to um, the story that I'm supposed to be like everybody else, and I'm supposed to look like everybody else, and I'm supposed to dress like everybody else. Since I've let go of the trying to be like everybody else, live my life like everybody else, and I've gotten intimate with my own soul and gotten to know my own soul and what lights me up, now I'm me. And I'm like going to be more and more and more me every day of my life. And so I think that's why, you know, jealousy, and we'll unpack this in many different ways on this episode, but I think that's why we haven't felt that with each other because we're both so aligned with our truth. And when you are aligned with your truth, you get inspired by other women. You feel, I mean, I even feel attracted to other women, turned on by other women, um, the ones that I used to feel crazy jealous of. I think that we should start with unpacking, I love how you said 
um, we've been bred this way because we are, I mean, we have been bred this way and it's only like, it's like a million times worse now. Yeah. It's always existed. With social media. Women being compared against each other and uh, us being taught what our life is supposed to look like and all of that. Um, and yet now it's out of control because we're consuming like scrolling on Instagram. And I mean, a lot of people are talking about this as like, the highlight reel, but it's also like the fake life reel. You know, there's a lot of, I mean, I think of all the couples on Instagram and all the single women that are like, oh, wow, look at them. I want their relationship. But inside their relationship, they're actually miserable. It's actually been statistically proven that the more photos couples post for the majority, it's like not obviously not 100% across the board, but the more photos a woman posts of her relationship, of her and her boyfriend, her and her boyfriend, um, usually those are the ones that aren't actually really happy. And it's like trying mm-hmm. to portray and convince themselves and convince everybody else that they're happy. And so that's what's happening behind the scenes. And I mean, I think of my next door neighbors, <clears throat> like I bet you anything I would love to, uh, actually, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. There's my next door neighbors have an absolute, like a tr- they're, they fight. Like last night I heard her scream like bloody murder and slam a door so hard. They scream at each other. They throw things. I hear like, but it's crazy that they live next door to me. They don't even know what I do. They're a young couple, attractive young couple. And really I, they're nice. Um, they're really sweet, but they're in so much pain and they're, they have these, you know, really toxic, um, dynamics. And yet I bet you anything, no one knows that. I bet on their Instagram, they look really, really happy. They're both very attractive and cute together. Mm-hmm. And um, so mm-hmm. this is what we're comparing ourselves to, you know, or the, mm-hmm. the, it's like back in the day when we were growing up, we didn't have Instagram, but we had magazines. And it's like comparing mm-hmm. ourselves to like all these models and magazines who are completely airbrushed, which is of course also what happens on Instagram, right? It's not mm-hmm. people's real face. I saw a, a, a picture of someone yesterple who I haven't seen in a couple of years. And I'm like, people are like, you're so beautiful. Wow. And I'm like, that's not her face. She doesn't look like that at all. Like it, she's beautiful, mm-hmm. but that's not her face. Like she's, she, it was completely face tuned and all these ads we see now for face tuning, like before, or after, why would you want to change your face so much? and people meet you in person and are disappointed. Like I remember reading an article with Cindy Crawford where Cindy Crawford literally goes, I want to look like Cindy Crawford. Yeah. It was like this whole thing about what happens in magazines. But if I I may, I mean, we're going to just follow this thread here on everything we, when we think of the past 19 episodes and everything the new truth stands for is about going to how you actually feel. Yeah. But We compare ourselves because we look out yes. for information rather than looking in. And I, you know, before we were preparing to record, I talked about my story on how my mom used to actually say to me, why can't you be like blah, 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 the other girls in school. And so if we don't start out of the gate having parents who celebrate and affirm and nurture the essence of who we are. And then we immediately get swept by the cultural programming. It is like a freaking lose, lose, mm-hmm. you know, and, scenario. And I, and I had parents who reflected my beauty and my gifts and my amazingness and all of that my whole life. My, when I was growing up, And I was riddled with jealousy and comparison. So it's like even- In the air, the culture. Yeah, it's just so, I mean, you even think about it, the school system is set up for us to compete and compare, right? Yes. Oh, she got an A, I got a C, I must not be good enough. So your saboteur is the one who is addicted to scrolling on Instagram and comparing you mm-hmm. because your saboteur is actually act its job. is to actively look for evidence to prove that you are not good enough. What the, right. the, the wounds that that little girl feels inside from the trauma of her family, from the trauma of her childhood, from the trauma of school and bullies right. and, and friends and all the crap that happens when we're kids. And that's the pain that little girl inside of you is carrying. And then your mm-hmm. saboteur is like, okay, going to go find evidence to prove we're not good enough. So we stay small because that's what's right. safe. Oh, right. look, that woman is so beautiful. Oh, look, she has the man and the house and like, oh, she has it all. Oh, I don't. I suck. You're not good enough. And 
as long as, so that's the going out versus going in. It's not you that's going out. It is your saboteur or your ego um, mm-hmm. that is actively looking to prove the case that you're not good enough. And so as long as you stay there and you don't learn how to go in and transform your relationship within yourself, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're hooped. Yeah. You're fucked actually. I was going to say, say, I was going to say fucked and then hooped came out and I was like, kind of a cute word. I don't know. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to. It is, it is though. And I, and I think I'm totally willing to, I mean, we have to be willing to name how fucked it actually is, right? No, it's not your fault, but what, if anything, what I have found myself being really fired up about around COVID is that like intensity around this is my freaking life. Yeah. Right? Like, how do I want to live my life? What is it going to take? And often it does take these big wake up calls for people to turn toward their inner world and say, what have I just devoted my life to? Yeah. And so I feel like this is a perfect moment for the gift of comparison is if you find your, if you're finding yourself really caught up in that, like that's the North star of something's off, right? Your soul is trying to get your attention always. And so it isn't a like, oh, this is bad if you're comparing yourself to other people. It's without bringing awareness to what you're doing, yeah, you're gonna be in that trap forever. But that first gift of comparison is your soul is trying to get your attention. You're looking in the wrong places for who you are. Yeah, yeah, I I actually, I'm gonna share a story because I have a, a belief about it. I don't even think it's looking in the wrong places because it's actually, to me, what I learned over the years of all of the many, 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 many people I pedestaled and was jealous of and compared myself to, I believe it's your your saboteurs pointing towards the person saying, oh, you'll never be that. You suck. You're the worst. They're beautiful. You're mm-hmm. ugly. They're skinny. You're fat. Whatever the story is. And it's also your soul pointing towards the same thing saying, hey, that's you. Like, not, mm-hmm. it's not going to look the same. Right. But every single person <clears throat> the quality. was representing a repressed aspect of myself. And so, um, and so, sorry, I just have, to, I had a call that took me away from you. Okay. So it's so weird that that happens anyway. So we'll work that out later. Um, okay. The story I want to share is I had my old mentor. And when I met this woman, I was, I, I, I ha- we met at a counselor's training program and she was deep in a dark, dark place in her life. And um, so I naturally just uh, being the, the loving, caring people pleasing person that I was back then, but we were, we were developing a friendship and I just started supporting her and she was Mm -hmm. going through this really intense time. And she was like, wow, you're really gifted as, as a coach. Like, holy crap, you're, I don't let anyone coach me. You just have this natural way. And so she said, I think you should come work with me in my company. And so I joined the company and like, I went to one of their workshops and I'd never been to a workshop before. It was my first experience, which is funny because now I've been to billions and led so many and like, wow, that was a long time ago, like probably 12 years ago. And I watched her and it was a marketing workshop three days, but like she's masterful teacher, Mm. just unbelievable on stage. Like one of the best, I'd say just like, oh my God, so unbelievable. And I was sitting at the back and I was just like, holy shit. And I was looking up to her and I was like, like so deeply moved at the end of the event. I started crying and I was like, will you marry me? Like, how are you single? I remember back then, like, have, like you're so amazing. How could you be single? Like sing, being single is a bad thing. Um, but I was just like, holy crap. And I pedestaled her so much. And then the next couple of years, and I had a huge fear of public speaking at the time. And the mm. next couple of years, I would look up to her and I, I would be like at the back of the room, like, she's so amazing. She's so unbelievable. And then Regina, my saboteur would be like, you could never do that. Oh my God. You like, like you could never, you're gonna make nothing of yourself. Like if only you could be like her. And it was just like this constant, like it would, I would pedestal her and then shame myself mm. and attack myself. And fast forward to healing a fear of public speaking. 
and that's a its own story in itself. But when I healed public speaking fear, and then I started mentoring with her to, to actually be a speaker and a teacher and a coach, um, she was like, I, I was like similar in my own way. I had people coming up to me at the end of leading her events once she had a baby and they were like, oh my God, I was disappointed at first that it wasn't her, that it was you teaching the event. And like, you are unbelievable. You are my teacher. And I was mm. like sitting here going, oh, that was my soul looking at her going, oh, that that's in us, right? Somebody who's not meant to be on stage, who's not meant to influence people in the same, in a similar way, would just sit in the audience and just feel nothing, would just be like, oh yeah, this is great. But they wouldn't mm -hmm. be like tortured by it. You know, yeah. the reason I was tortured by it is because she was representing who I am and where I'm headed. And of course, my version of a teacher is not the same as her. So it's like the soul and the ego are pointing towards the same thing. And when we can learn to like to, to, to separate the story of um, the attacking story, which mm. is attacking ourselves and putting them on a pedestal, but just realizing like, wow, cool. That's an untapped part of me. Ooh, mm. Inspiring. It's like that's, that was the most pivotal shift for me is when I realized that. It's like this person is just representing where I'm headed and who mm. I am. And it's not going to look the same. But yeah. if you feel jealousy, like I was jealous of sensual women that were really sexually confident. The reason I was jealous of them is because that part of me was repressed as fuck. Yeah. So important to hear the the both and, right? And and what consciousness about is all, consciousness at the core is being able to hold both and awareness, but also know the difference between yeah. my ego and my soul yes. talking. And I just so appreciate, I mean, what a beautiful story. And I'm sure we each have countless others because it's a practice of being able to say, oh, when I'm like, when I, when I think of a compare, comparison for me is different than jealous. Comparison is the ego looking for ways to do what you just offered, right? The confirmation bias of I compare myself in order to either feel better than or less than, yes. right? Like that's the ego's game yes. rather than the only way you can rise into your greatness is actually one holding you have inherent worth and value period. Like literally, I think it was Amanda that said like, God was like, look, you have to, can you sit in a room by yourself for the rest of your life and love yourself mm -hmm. and know that that's how much God loves you. Right. Rather than when we're comparing ourselves or when we have a lack of self self-worth or awareness about who we are, we're just doing all day long, better than, less than, better than, less than, right? Trying to get my value. Yeah. Jealousy, you've now opened the door to, which is when I'm jealous, envious, longing for something, that's the unrealized yes. potential. Like that's the quality that I'm looking for. And that's so beautiful appreciation of what you just said around, it's not going to look exactly like that person. Yeah. Right. And when I... You know, I was thinking as I'm listening to you about how many boundaries, I think I talked about this in the last episode too, like how many boundaries I had to put into place in order to come home mm. to my soul, right? Like, I think we have to get honest with ourselves on look, when I said it on like looking in the wrong places, it was like, you're not going to find yourself scrolling on Facebook. You're just not, yes. right? And yeah. so this oh, practice okay. of like, I'm not going to find myself running around looking at everybody else's life. It's look for who inspires you, right? Like flip jealousy on its head on no longer making yourself wrong for being jealous, but saying, oh, that's pointing me in the direction of reclaiming an aspect of myself rather than let it, let your ego just tear you apart in that yeah. um, energy. But uh, the, you know, the quest and so much bigger of my God, I've attended so many workshops too, but like the making it matter that we spend time with our soul every day, like the boundary on, I'm going to set aside, you know, an hour to move my body, listen to my favorite music, check in with how I'm feeling, right? Journaling. And then because, oh my God, there are total aspects. I mean, what have we laughed about, right? Like, you never know what day it is. And I'm like, it is this day. And yeah. this is my goal. And this is what we're going to get done, right? Like, I, you know, you totally hold play 
for me, like lightness and that longing of that's just not how I'm intrinsically wired. But of course I have that aspect Mm -hmm. of myself. Like, of course, every woman on the planet is sensual, sexual, alive, and all of our ownership of our sexuality is not going to look the same. But we have to stop looking out for the answers that can only be found within and stop making ourselves wrong when we compare ourselves to someone else or are jealous of someone else and use it as fuel to finding who we are. And I think that's what you've just so beautifully pointed out. Yeah. And so how you use it as fuel and you just, so you just said journaling and I'm thinking of all the women who don't know what that means because for years I heard that like, Oh, you just got to journal. You just got to like, I used to journal. I used to be like, this is what I did today. Like when I was, (laughs) when I backpacked Europe, my journal is like, there's a graphic sex story in there too, mm-hmm. but I was like, this is what I ate, whatever. Um, and so I've been journaling. Yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah. yeah to, to alchemize jealousy or in comparison is that when you catch yourself, right? Because now like we've, we've, we're now like talking about the pink elephant, right? So now that you have the awareness, which you, you may or may not have already had it to the degree that we're talking about, um, you catch yourself, you know, on Instagram, and you're jealous of someone first, like, so get out your pen and write out like the stories, write out what, what are you telling yourself? Wow. I wish I could be her or she's like, I can't, or you're judging her or you're judging yourself or like, well, let out all the stories so you can see what your saboteur or your ego is feeding you. And that's mm-hmm. like, because until we write it down and like vent it out, we're just swimming in our thoughts, thinking they're our own. Yeah. Like everyone that's a, a asleep for lack of a better word, not, not awake yet. Not aware. Just not aware. Not, not aware are just like walking around believing the storyteller in our head and the storyteller in your head is not your own voice. It's not your own voice. Your own voice is in your heart. It's in your body. Mm -hmm. And so we listen to that tape and believe all of the thoughts. I mean, I've even been tracking ones I was having today and I've got my birthday coming up and I'm noticing just tracking all of the, the saboteur stories that are going on. So it's like, write them out first so you can see, oh, wow, that's all that I've been believing and that I've been the stories that I'm telling. And then, and then write out, okay, so what about this woman or this guy or whatever inspires me? What mm. about them? Like what, what aspects are they illuminating that might be shut down or repressed inside of me? And if you find that there's someone that you're jealous of or comparing yourself to that does not inspire you, delete them from your Instagram. Because, yeah. you know, like I think of, I used to follow, I used to watch The Bachelor. Actually, I still like to watch um, <laughs> whatever the Netflix shows are, but more for market research. I used to watch The ba- Bachelor from the fantasy perspective when I was deep in it, my 20s. And I used to follow all the girls on, on Instagram. And I remember I would, uh, Jeff would see my Instagram and Jeff was like, babe, like how is it serving you to follow The Bachelor girls? Because I would talk about the, and he could see mm. how it was actually creating discord in me and nothing about them was inspiring me. And so I, I was like, oh, wow, you're right. And I deleted every, I don't even follow any celebrities except Julianne Huff now because of her dance thing. I just started following her and I follow Thor because I have a massive crush on him. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, I don't follow celebrities because it it didn't feel good. It didn't like, it didn't actually, they weren't representing anything that I was desiring Mm -hmm. and it just was creating discord. So that's a, like a a Mm -hmm. tangible, practical way that you can take this concept of journaling and like do something with it. I want to repeat the question, the questions you just offered, because they really were so beautiful. So we're, if we look at, if we first recognize that when I'm comparing myself to someone or when I'm jealous of someone, I'm looking for an aspect of my soul that I haven't yet claimed, right? As my own, or it's my ego looking for ways to just confirm that I'm not good enough. But I'm so glad we brought this up because I I remember, I mean, I actually, my God, I've like journaled. I'm pretty sure like I stayed alive because I was journaling when I was like 12, 13, 14 years old, because I gave my thoughts like somewhere to go like my journal was like such a sacred place like I've been writing forever um but 
So you said, the, so this first question of instead of, oh, like this is bad that I'm comparing or I'm jealous, to first look at, you said, journal about what inspires you about them. So that was the first journaling question. What inspires no, no, me about that no, person? No, first was what are the stories? The well, yes. So yes, yeah, one of this, but then it was the how to flip it on its head. So yes, yes you, yes. you start with the stories the because story. that, that that voice needs to vent, which is yes. why it's so important. Like you, like you just said, you can't just be like, "Oh, I'm jealous." Okay, shut that off. I tried to no, do that. It doesn't oh my work. god! Oh my god! I spent that thousands. Work. I spent thousands of dollars trying to get rid of jealousy, cut it off, and it wasn't until I built a relationship with her and called her Regina and like actually got to know my saboteur. Yeah. And like, so, so she needs to vent because she, she's yes. like, um, like a monster in a Disney movie where like they just turn into a bit, they, they start out being like small. I'm thinking of enchanted. She was like this witch and then she or like evil stepmom. And then she turned into this giant monster with the mm. more she got pissed off. That's what the ego or saboteur is like. So we need to act. And I know you know this, but this is for, for everyone listening. It's like you, you have to let that part of you vent oh, first, yeah. which is why journaling is so powerful. Yes. It needs to be heard, but not followed. That's the key. Right. right. So perfect. So we'll go back forth, back to you first dump the stories yeah. and the negative thoughts, then check in with what inspires me about this person. And then what aspect of this person have I not claimed as my own or how can I bring more energy and vitality and awareness to that unrealized aspect. And what I, I, I compared myself to everyone because I, I hated myself and I didn't want to be me, but of course I was doing that because I spent no time with myself. Mm -hmm. I was never saying anything kind to myself. I freaking believe in affirmations. People used, my friends used to love coming to my apartment because I had posters along the wall. Like you just walk into my room and it was like affirmation, inspiration, center because I'd have these big posters on every wall of my tiny, tiny, tiny little shitty apartment in Boston. <laughs> that was like the size of a closet, but posters of affirmations. So I'd open my eyes in the morning and the first thing I would see right in front of me is I am enough. I am worthy and deserving of love. I am worthy and deserving of a beautiful life. I get to create a life that I love. I'd open my eyes to that not open my eyes to freaking Facebook or email or someone else's life. And so mm. once I started devoting, like I feel really passionate about how if you're caught in constant comparison and jealousy, that's a clear indicator that you're not living your best life, mm. right? That you are not tapped in to your potential and your power. Because once that happens, you just don't have time. Yeah. for jealousy in comparison. Like it just, like you are only then fed by inspiration. And I do want to come back to this couples thing because this is something that breaks my heart. And it's just over and over again, the projected ideal on how something looks mm -hmm. versus how something feels. And if you notice, because I, because this really was happening, I, I, this is hysterical. I posted photos of my ex and I all the time. So I just love that you <laughs> just brought in the statistic of like, like your relationship flag. probably yeah. sucks if you're constantly posting pictures. Um, because if, I wanted everyone to see how much it looked, but I'm crying myself to sleep every single night. And because I think- we place our value on- On looking good, right, exactly. And on having a relationship. That's well, that- like, As women, it's for like, sure. oh, as soon as women get boyfriends, what happens? Instagram blows up. They're like, look at me and my boyfriend. Look how happy we are. Oh, we're so in love. Oh, da, da, da. Because we've been taught that that's where our value is, right. is being beautiful and having boyfriends or husbands. Right. Or Rather than you. you are inherently worthy and valuable. And I just think, you know, I can't wait to do your birthday episode and really talk about the evolution of this. Because it's just this like real humility of how much time it actually takes to unlearn all this shit. Like I didn't all of this, I didn't flip the switch on comparison and jealousy overnight and over and over again, like this devotion to knowing who I am and to caring about who I am, because then I get to be around someone like you and rejoice in our differences. Mm -hmm. Right. And like feed off of your energy and support each other and cheer each other on and honor because instead of a whole culture I mean, what were we like? We went back and forth on Voxer like 20,000 times yesterday. 
fired up on how like the world wants women to be the same. Yeah. Look the same, weigh the same, behave the same, do the same thing. And once you break free of that, then you rejoice in how different we all are. Like then it becomes fun and amazing, the uniqueness and the magic about who every woman is. And then the jealousy in relationship shit stops and every- like that so i am not jealous of my relationship i want my husband to flirt with other women i yes. want other women to love who my partner is yeah like it's like insane i'm not threatened by that and because it just wouldn't tolerate bad behavior anyway exactly and if you are threatened in your relationship like you do this work and and also like sometimes it's an indicator of not not actually being in a relationship with someone who's safe to be in a relationship Relationship with with. who's 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 loyal and and honoring whatever your commitment is Um, should we talk about jealousy in relationship for a moment yeah we will i i just there's something oh i have so many things to say what with what you said oh i was just thinking of andy yesterday andy had shared this on the astrology episode but just yesterday we were going for a walk and she's talking about new things she's discovering about herself. And she's like, isn't it funny that when we, when we started our friendship, I was so jealous of you for like five years thinking like, oh, I wish I made friends like Kate did. I wish I was extroverted like Kate did. And so she went through a time where she forced herself. Actually, that was just this morning she said that to me. She went through a time where she forced herself to go out and like she joined this community and she was like going to all these parties and every time she'd go, she'd feel so anxious after and then she would have crazy nightmares and she'd feel like crap. And she's like, she said, astrology saved my life because I now realize like, oh, I'm actually not designed to be that way. That's not going to fill me up. So why is that the thing I'm chasing? Because somebody else told me that women are more, you know, interesting when they're bubbly and extroverted. Like that, it's some story that she was carrying that, 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 Mm. that how I was, was how she was supposed to be. And that's what I used to do with all my friends. And yet it's not who she is. And so yeah. th- the same thing, um, astrology, human design, these things saved my life too, because that's a huge part of what helped me break free is mm. I would look at my friends who were, I mean, generator is an example, like who were working really hard and hustling and like getting successful and climbing the ladder. And I'd try and do that. And then I'd be so exhausted and like so anxious and wouldn't mm-hmm. sleep and just like in this tortured place thinking I was supposed to be like them. And then some one day someone's like, oh, you're actually a projector. You're not supposed to work. And I'm like, what? <laughs> thank you. (laughs) And you're supposed to, you know, just guide people and you're supposed to rest a lot and and have a really relaxed life. That's kind of like a vacation. And I was like, thank Mm -hmm. you. And all of a sudden it gave me permission to be who I am. So the more we do that, like this is the journey of awakening your heroine. And there's a lot more to it in, in the work that I do with women than just astrology and human design. But that's a, that's a really significant piece to getting to know your own soul and having someone mm. give you permission that you're not supposed to be like everybody else, right. that you, you are so incredibly unique. And it, when you're, when you were talking about, you know, the, the comparing ourselves and us all wanting to look the same, and we'll, we'll unpack this a little bit on, on my birthday episode, but which is the next one, but I, absolutely feel so saddened and sick by the fact that like we're all just buying into it we see these ads i i did a post about this the other day of a woman's lips and one side was huge and the other side was tiny well not tiny normal her normal lips and it was basically like this is our programming and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. everyone's out there getting these fake lips which by the way really good men don't don't actually aren't attracted to that. I've had like countless conversations with men that are like, I don't understand why women do that. And it's not our fault. Like this is the brainwashing. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden we're all going to look the same when at the core you are so unique and and our soul wants to be unique. It's like, and the the irony is it's such a juxtaposition, I think is the term. Um, I think, uh, or maybe oxygen. a paradox, a paradox. Yeah. I'm not sure what the word is, but anyways, it's, it's some fancy word where our, our ego is trying to be the same as everyone else, but also wants to be special at the same time. And it's like, you're fucked. Yeah. Like it, it's like, I want to yeah. be special, but I'm going to go get plastic surgery and change my face. So it looks like every other woman. And then I'm going to go d- online dating and I'm going to be like, choose me, choose me. I want to be special. But like, yeah. I look like everyone else and I'm not, I'm not 
connected to my soul. Like you are special. Your soul is so unique and special from everyone else. But Mm -hmm. if you're in the matrix, just following, you know, the same thing everyone else is doing. Yeah. You're, you're in trouble. You're 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 just, you're not going to find yourself that way. And, and that is really powerful. What Andy said, human design and astrology has helped me so much. And the healing, like it's so much bigger. We spend a lifetime getting to know ourselves. And I'm, I'm remembering as I was listening to you, there's a joke in my like AA circle and even among my best friends. So instead of a bachelorette party, I had a blessing way for my wedding and every single one of my friends. So essentially it was, it was the most beautiful experience ever where everyone talked about falling in love with me. Like my friends shared their story about how they fell in love with me. And almost every single one, like this is no joke, almost every single one was like, well, when I first met Catherine, I really was intimidated by her because she was so confident and so loud and so like sure of herself and so passionate about so many things. Like every single one started that way. And I remember that. And so just hearing you and remembering and hearing Andy and like remembering that moment, we've been bred. So now if we go back to patriarchy, a woman shining bright threatens patriarchy and it only is in the imagination that it threatens other women rather than the brighter we are ignites the light in other women. Like our light does not take away. Yeah. Well, obviously, right. Yes. Does not take away from someone else's. And I feel like comparison and jealousy stops when we actually understand that, right. It's so much deeper than not just, you know, I'm unique and special and I'm looking for unrealized aspects. It's also when I believe in abundance mm-hmm. consciousness, that there is plenty of room yes. for all of us to shine, plenty of room for all of us to be creative and happy, right? How many Wealthy. women don't start businesses because it's, oh, well, someone else already is doing that. Well, but they're not you. And we still there are 7 billion people in the world. We still got of a, we're not like, anywhere near having total realized consciousness on the planet yet. Like we need more people stepping into the light, stepping into their power. And so it's even beyond the, you know, astrology and human design. It's, oh my God, what can I fully step into that when another woman is in her fullest, brightest, most truest expression of who she is, that gives me permission to do the same. And I don't need to look like her. Everyone doesn't have to be life coaches, you know, to help change the world. But that celebration and honoring, because at the end of the day, the jealousy for other women and and all of my beautiful friends, when they reflected this, they were like, I got that she was a representation of where I wasn't willing to go in myself yet. Yeah. Right. Like when I'm jealous of other women and when I have to try and tear another woman down for being bold and brave in her passion and her sexuality and her light, you know, it's just addressing the wound. Yeah. And like, I have so much compassion for that, but rec- like, that's where, that's the new truth. I mean, that's where we're headed. That everyone gets to be who they are and yes. it, the art shining our light doesn't take away from someone else's. Exactly. And even like we were talking earlier before we started recording about celebrities and how yeah. that, that, that the media sets it up that we pedestal celebrities, like we pedestal them. And we, the media like feeds us it with all the people magazines and all the, like it, it is set up for us to put these people that we don't even know on pedestals. I remember being at a concert once and there's this, uh, a friend of mine, one of my best friends growing up was a stylist for a, a quite famous band and the female, it was a female lead singer. And the, she, my friend was her stylist. My friend dressed her. And I remember being at the concert and looking around and thinking, wow, every single girl, young girl here is dressed the same as the singer and they're trying to be her. And they have her on a pedestal thinking like, wow, Mm -hmm. I love how she dresses. She's so cool. She has the best style. And I'm like, that's not even her that dresses her. So (laughs) pedestal, you know, we pedestal Beyonce and Taylor Swift and, and um, uh, I have a client that, that pedestals um, Billie Eilish and all these different people. And like, what's actually what, what I think the, the gift in celebrities is archetypes, right? Angelina mm. Jolie. It's like you look at the archetype of Angelina Jolie. It's juicy. She's powerful. She's sensual. She's caring. She's giving. She's charitable. Like she's, she's a superwoman. She's like all, all of these things. So it's like we can be inspired by the archetype of Angelina Jolie, but 
Do we know who she really is? No, someone Mm -hmm. might like most likely people that are at that level of fame are created by someone who's a marketing genius that that shows them how to market themselves in whatever's current right now. Mm -hmm. And so there's like a team of people that are, that are creating the persona of a celebrity. So when we pedestal celebrities, it's like, they're not even real. It's it's the same Mm -hmm. as, it's the same as Instagram. So Um, and I, I just wanted to speak to, I love that about your blessing way so much. Like, I'm like, can I have that for my birthday? (laughs) You you should, that would be amazing. How did you fall in love with me? I love that so much. But I was thinking, um, earlier when you were talking about your, your hating yourself and I was thinking how easy it is in friends to look at, like I see, you know, in all of my friends and always did, even when I was in the throes of crazy jealousy in comparison, I actually used to have a tactic when I was young. If I was jealous of someone, I'd become friends with them because so all my friends were like the hottest chicks around because I... I I would feel so threatened by them. And then when we became friends, that would dissipate. And so Mm -hmm. that was actually a a strategy, which I think is pretty smart for a kid, like unconscious strategy. It's not like I planned it, but um, I realized that later on. But it was so easy for me to put my friends on pedestals and see like the greatness in them and the beauty in them and the gift in them and just like loving all of who they are, the good, bad, the ugly. And I think of like when you were talking about your story, just how I felt I grabbed my heart at one point and just like felt the pain of like how the fuck, like you're like the most amazing woman on the planet and you hated yourself. Like what? And that like there is something wrong with this, right? Like think about every woman in your life who you think is the most unbelievable woman. And then a guy comes along and she's like, Oh my God, he doesn't like me. I'm the worst. Like I'm never, I'm going to be alone forever. And you're watching this powerful, amazing woman be like so small. Yeah. Right. Or go go botch her face with plastic surgery or go get fake boobs that like block her heart. Like you're watching these amazing women and like, it's so confusing to us because we see that most of us see the beauty in other people and not in ourselves. And so like, this is Mm -hmm. the matrix, right? Like we are in the matrix and every message we consume supports us believing in the matrix and promoting the matrix. Right. Until because you when you hate yourself and you don't feel good enough, then you buy shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that, there, there it is. And if you're you controllable. Don't, if you don't like yourself and you're controllable. Yeah. yeah. And so it's this place of, you know, welcome to the new truth movement, right? And we've got you. And if you are stirred up by this and you're clear of like, God, I need some freaking help. Like we are here for you. Both yes. of us have one-on-one containers. And it's that reminder of it does take time and you have to be fiercely committed to waking up because the messages from patriarchy are loud. All you have to do is sign on to Facebook for five seconds, right? To get swept back in. And so one of the things I really want to celebrate about both of us and about all the women who are consistently listening to the podcast of like, it takes commitment to break the old habits and the conditioning. And we've been conditioned to chase attention from men thinking that that's where our power lies but your power lies in you being exactly who you are and who you've been designed to be and the journey of self-discovery is a journey of a lifetime and may we all start celebrating i feel like i want to send out like the practice this week after this episode is you have to go send a message to a woman you've been comparing yourself to or jealous of and just celebrate her and affirm her and tell her what you're inspired by about her. Just send one woman that message about what you've appreciated about her and then make it your mission to start appreciating and affirming yourself daily. That's a learned practice to silence the saboteur voice so that the heroine becomes louder, your soul becomes louder. And I hope that I mean, this has been an epic episode. We can't wait to hear from you in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and join us live on Thursday to just keep unpacking this conversation because I know I'm, I'm forever changed by flipping the script on comparison and jealousy. And so I've loved this conversation with you today. Is there anything else you want to say? I was just going to say, we're, we'll, we'll do another episode on re- jealousy and relationships because we didn't yeah. even get to that. But yeah, this is such a juicy topic. And I mean, I, like I said, I've, I, I, it, 
I have completely transformed this. And it doesn't mean my saboteur doesn't still feed me thoughts every once in a while that are like that jealousy in comparison, but I, it's so natural for me to shift it and, and it doesn't stick anymore. And I think I love what you just said about the, the sharing the compliment with a woman. We've talked about this on a different episode, but I can't remember which one, but I have um, what I call compliment Tourette's like, and I, it's very intentional and it, it's, it was a muscle I had to build, but how many times in our day do we compliment other people in our heads and then turn it into this storyline where we're beating ourselves up or beating up women or do, attacking or all in our heads and it's this festering thing versus when you think a compliment, you think another woman's beautiful or you love her dress or you love how she walks or she talks or whatever, just say it out loud. Like I compliment strangers every day and it feels so good and it's mm -hmm. a great way to dissipate going down the rabbit hole of like beating yourself up yes. when you can just give someone a compliment and see how unbelievable it shit like it just shifts their energy how often do strangers get complimented by strangers yeah never you know rare so it'll like mm. even you just see it'll how change it your life up like like i did with amy at, and you did with amy at that event how we both went up to her and it was this her essence that was mm. so beautiful it wasn't her it wasn't her i mean she's a beautiful woman but it was her energy and her essence and we both went it and said it out loud and i didn't know her and i didn't know i just that and i didn't know we were going to become really close mm. friends like it was just like i have to tell her this yeah. thought in my head so that is a huge mm. gift. I'm so happy you brought that up because I think that helps a lot um, with with the jealousy instead of just swimming in it. Mm. And um, yeah, um, agree. Like support is essential on the journey. This is a uh, transformation can't occur when you're by yourself. Mm. Um, you can have ahas. You can have like, right, we're planting so many seeds, but in order to have a real transformation, you've got to have support. So mm -hmm. reach out to us. We're here for you. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Tell all your friends mm -hmm. and uh, super excited for the next episode. Um, so we'll see you soon. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the New Truth Podcast. You are a woman first. Throw away the fairy tale story so that you can have the real thing and a life that you freaking love. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and share it with all of the amazing women in your life who need to hear this message. And it's all women. Every woman. <laughs> like every woman you know. Share it with your grandma. You can find us on Instagram at The New Truth Podcast and our website, thenewtruthpodcast.com. Sign up to receive your free gift from us. The three major myths about love keeping you settling, sacrificing, and sabotaging your relationships. Go get it while it's hot. Get it. Stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. See you soon.